Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The grocery show on the internet. I don't think so. Really? I'm pretty sure not. We're about to have some pretty nasty shit on this show. I know, but that's a big statement. We're going to have dwarf fisting. Really? Yeah, dwarf fisting. Why did did I not read Then we're going to have maggot tampons. That's disgusting. And after that, a little little bit of fistulas and uh, prolapses. So, Mm, brace yourselves. This episode number 612, just gross. Just getting all the gross stuff out. There was In a lot of show. there was a lot of gross stuff, so it became a kind of a theme unto itself. And I've, I'm starting to learn that the whole world has become very disappointing and just gross in general. Can be. Speaking of gross, we just started watching the Colony on the Discovery Channel. How'd you feel Why about did you that? Think that was gross? How'd you feel about that first episode? Um, I think they're a little out of control. Yeah, I think. I think last year was way too tame. Right, I think we both can agree that last year was ridiculously tame right. for an apocalyptic scenario. It was very whatever. This year, somebody's gonna get hurt. I, I have no yeah. doubt in my mind that it's gonna happen. This year, I think they're a little too into it. Well, for so they're forgetting that people <laughs> are like not really like that. Right. So far, the colonists, of which there's only seven, which I think is about half as many as there were last year. Yeah, but they'll introduce some later and decide yeah, if they're going to actually be. take them into camp. They they did that last could year. Could be. Uh, there's there's seven colonists. Two of them got seriously beat down yesterday. I mean, like old men kicked to the ground and then pummeled, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, three of them got pepper sprayed right in the face. Yeah. Right in the eye holes. Though I have to tell you this, if I'm in a poc- an apop- if I'm in a apocalyptic scenario and you get pepper sprayed and you start asking me for my milk, no. You're gonna have to wait this one out. I think that would be one scenario where you would want a lactating woman on your team, right? Oh gross. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. Uh you're disgusting. <laughs> really are gross <laughs> i'm just saying please great great titty some eyes gross gross they wouldn't be fighting over what the milk was being used for. so nasty but I, I do think it's interesting like i said they've seriously upped the ante this year it's worth watching last year it was okay this year it looks like it's gonna be really over the top so check it out discovery channel tuesdays right tuesday nights mm, yeah it's tuesday i nights. don't know i can't remember now the deadliest catch is over you might as well watch something well, yeah. God, I hope there's not another season of Deadliest Catch. I do. No. I want to see just, what happens to the kids. And nothing good. One of them's in fucking jail. No, it needs to be done. No, I want to mm-hmm. see one more. Just one more episode. Can we have like no. a two-hour bonus episode? It's going to be depressing. You know that, right? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think that people really want to see what's going to happen. Right, wow. but just try to imagine this. The first episode, right? You have the Northwestern with no Edgar. Right. Okay, so now that boat sucks. Mm-hmm. You have the... What was that boat's name? Captain Phil's boat. Cornelia Marie. The Cornelia, Cornelia Marie with no Captain Phil and no... Was it Josh? Yeah, no Josh. 
That's going to suck. Some new bonehead captain's going to be on no, there. He does Jake. Not... Jake is the only okay, one. Okay, whichever one. It was the two Jakes. You're only going to have one. Right. You're only going to have one brother, and you're going to have some bonehead captain that doesn't know shit, and he's going to run the boat into the ground. What's the point of watching? It's just going to be sad. I don't remember them in their heyday. That's all I'm saying. So I saw you guys were getting a little crafty this week. We're always crafty. Yeah, but you go in spurts. Yeah, it just depends on how on my nerves the girls are. And if you don't feel like you've been pissed off enough, then you'll start a craft project to make sure you get your pissed off level (laughs) nice and high. No, it's the thing. If they make me too angry because they're just being catty or whatever, that's my punishment. You don't get to do They don't get my awesomeness for the day. You withhold your affection. Yeah, not my affection. Mm. My talents. (laughs) Guess what? Today I'm going to teach you a little fuckers of survival, survival skill. You can My all fucking hidden rock. secret. It's like they got to tap into They got to earn that stuff, man. I just think it's funny because you always forget how annoyed you're going to be when you start one of these I things. I know. I'm, you're I'm like, an idiot. Come on, guys. Let's get together. It's going to be fucking awesome. And then half an hour, you're like, I fucking hate all you guys. I hate everyone in this house. Well, I wish everyone would die. Unfortunately, the girls, they really want instant results. And they don't always want to take the time. Correct. To learn the proper way to do something. Why would you do something right if you can do it fast? have a superior result when they're finished. Right. So, okay. You never read Johnny Tremaine, did you? No. That was his problem, too. He was trying to be a silversmith. He was an apprentice. But he was always in a hurry. Always in a hurry. And then one day, Johnny decided to pour some silver himself. And he fucking burned his hands off. Pretty harsh lesson. Not a good plan. I was eight when I read that book. I was like, you did what? So anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Well, we've been, I mean, I've been working on a recycling project. And after the recycling project, we have things left over. Like what? Well, scraps. I mean, basically fabric scraps. Okay. And so in order, I mean, I was just going to donate them on FreeCycle and let a quilter take them. Somebody you hate because you hate quilting. I don't hate quilting. You I don't time, have the patience for quilting. You one time told me that quilters are the lowest form of life I on the planet. I did not. Oh, okay. You're ridiculous. I admire their stick to it in this. The thing I've never I can't do that. The thing I've never understood about quilting is why people regard Okay, because when quilting started, right, it was just I got a bunch of shit and I need to make a blanket. Right, that's no, all. I mean, that's really all. It was. Pioneer days that's when they saying. couldn't have, didn't have blankets. Right. They would reuse I got a clothing bunch of, right. and whatever. Yeah, I'm showing it, sewing a bunch of shit into a square. Okay, it wasn't like they're like, oh, I'm gonna make this masterpiece out of a bunch of shit. So I wonder when it changed to I'm trying to make something fancy out of a bunch of shit. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of the old time quilts are extremely detailed, and the craftsmanship is remarkable. Well, you didn't have TV. What else are you gonna do? That's what I'm saying. It was not an art that was taken lightly. It was passed down from one generation to the next. Did they and have secrets? A lot of times the quilts that were produced were heirloom quality and they lasted for generations. Did they have did they have secrets? Like were there guild wars between the quilting guilds? I don't think and so. Were, I don't think they lived in close proximity enough for that type of thing to happen. They would hunt each they, other they were down. They were more worried about surviving the winter than anything. And if somebody spilled the secrets and they would quilt their lips shut. I like my story a lot better. I imagine you do. My story is fucking awesome. So Pioneer I, quilt assassins, come on! That's I'm gonna make a million dollars. So you guys made sandwich bags, right? We made reusable sandwich bags because my girls take their lunch every day, and one thing I hate buying are those stupid 
Ziploc disposable <laughs> bags. They're, you really it's do. Such a waste. I hate buying garbage <laughs> bags. I hate buying the Ziploc bags because you're just going to use them once and chuck them. And I think it's, it's funny because waste. you take such personal offense to them. I, I, I know. It's just one of those things. You're like, who's, like who's you buy wasting it to bags? Throw it away. Fucking asshole. Stop wasting bags. I hate it. Fucking dicks. And yes, I'm one of those ones who will save 300 stupid grocery Walmart bags or whatever to recycle them. I will bring oh them in. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, so uh, we made um, zippered sandwich bags using these scraps of fabrics. And thing two, I set up a sewing machine for her, and I actually right. showed her how to make them step by step. And she loved them. And so we made right. about 10 a dozen, something like that. I mean, they only take like 10 minutes a piece. Right. And they were using up, and I actually had a uh, box of zippers that were donated to me. Now, okay. So it was free. Now, Andrea is asking a question that I was puzzled by too. If, how, how does that work? What do you mean, how does it's, it work? Okay, say I make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. And I put it in the cloth bag. Right. The, the sandwich and the bag are going to be totally fucked by the end, of, by the time I get to lunch, right? Well, do you think a plastic bag actually preserves the sandwich somehow? No. It's merely a holder to keep the sandwich goo or whatever from getting on the inside of your container. But then That's you gotta, all it is. But then you got to clean the bag, holder. right? It's like a... Sure, they're it's washable. Like a, it's like a sandwich diaper. Yeah, you just pull them inside out and throw them in the washing machine. Well, ew. Now there's ham and stuff all over the inside of my no, washing there's machine. Not. Okay, I guess you're right, because the girl's been using them and everybody's happy. Yeah, well, the, the nice benefit is that she has been bringing them to band camp, and her teen friends have seen them, and we made them purposefully out of rather juvenile fabrics, because we've talked about this before. Once they get into high school, it's fun to have strawberry shortcake, right. Hello Kitty, right. dinosaurs, that kind of thing. Right. So all of ours are rather themey or overly girly, but we just used the scraps that we had. And um, now all of our friends want them. $10 each. So we'll probably make them and sell them to our friends locally. But if we can encourage her friends to use them, hopefully they can stop using It'll be viral. disposable and, bags. And see, I don't care if they, they stop using disposable bags. I hope they use disposable bags inside your bags and we make a million dollars. Well, I, I like the bags, too, because you can use them for anything. You can put goldfishies, I mean, whatever you want in them. Robots. You can put, your lady, you can put your lady friend robots in there, right? Cut it out. Well, Why I not? guess you, want, you could if you want to. Well, you keep them in there so you, people don't see them laying out. Right? Make sure you clean them first, though. Cut it out. I'm just, I'm making sure Anyway, so I was really excited. She made a bunch of them. They went over very well. The teen crowd's kind of hard to win over. Well, now, another little project that we did, and this is something that I'd seen online, and I completely stole it, but I kind of adapted it nice. for our kids because, you know, kids have certain things that they like. People from Crafts, Craftster are going to come kill you. I didn't find it on Craftster, but the I found it on a couple the of places, guilds. but so what? Barrett Guilds. Cut it out. Coming anyway, there are those little snap barrettes that everybody uses all the time. They're usually pretty plain, different little colors, whatever. But you make little covers for them right. out of felt, little cheap felt, little cute little. Designs. So you can have I mean, interchangeable barrettes. Yes. They're like Brett They're condoms. Adorable. Is that what they are? They're what? Brett condoms. Oh my god. What? what? No. They they slide over the Brett, right? 
Yeah. Yes, but it's not as like a prophylactic. A, like a it's not to keep anything out or anything in. Uh, you're hurting my It's feelings. merely a decorative item, which I think you can't really say a condom is decorative. Sure you okay? can. They got those ones with like dark Sure, they have colors. Some of them are bedazzled. Some of them have little Some spiky bits on them. I understand that. Some of them are ridges. No, not the same. Some have very fancy designs and swirls all over the outside. Shane. But the girls, thing two and thing three especially, adore them and have been wearing them to death. And we made some to give away as birthday gifts. Oh, And nice. I just packaged them on a little um, index card. Well, ain't she just the smartest They look really cute. Thing. And it's just a, it's a good project. Did you print a fancy little girls. design? You can do whatever you want. No, on. I mean, it's... print a fancy little design on the cards. Oh, so on the cards? Fancy. No, we just yeah. went old school. And... Okay. I was curious. But if I was going to do it, I would put my business card on there. Because I have my business card. I just tap it on the top. Okay. Fold it over and put a little baggie on there. Yeah. Can we talk about something else now? Oh, cut it out. <laughs> Are you feeling a little pink? My balls fell off. Oh, my God. About an hour ago. Sorry. Poke, poke. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's talk about something that's going to make me cranky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh because I work so much and I go to school and stuff, we don't get to spend as much time as we used to. So I decided I wanted to go on a little bit of an adventure today, right? Right. And I'd read about this place. Um, what was it called? Recycled Books, Records, and CDs. And I heard it was very intriguing. And it wasn't very far away. And it was close to a barbecue place. I was like, look, we'll just go get barbecue. And we'll do this. And it'll only take a couple hours and we'll be home. Right? Right. So... We loaded up the car and everybody drove up there and it was nice. It was a nice drive. And uh, I like going past Lake Louisville, though. I like driving out that way. Why? Well, it makes people a little squidgy or you just like looking at it? No, I like going out that way. The thing that makes likes driving across bridges. No, no, I understand. The thing that makes me mad is I was trying to find a long, twisty road that goes all the way around the lake so I could take my bike out and ride around it. But there's really not. The highway goes past it and there's a road down to the docks, but there's nothing really nice. So anyway, we go out there. We went to Rudy's Country Store. We ate. Rudy's Country Store kind of let me down today. Like the last yeah, time. I, a little bit, yeah. A lot. I had three ribs and two of them were kind of shitty. And my prime rib that I got was okay. And when you're down to the one meat day, you right. want it to be good. Right. I want it to be right. fucking awesome. It was okay. It wasn't. Uh, let's face it. If we went barbecue for now, we're going to Smokies. Done. I'm not, I'm not fucking That's around fine. with it anymore. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Because that place never fails. Never fails. Spot on every time you go. So anyway, we went, and then we went to this bookstore. Now, I had read that this bookstore was like this immense monolith of bookstore awesomeness. Right. Now, we, you and I have been, we talked about before, Elliott Bay Book Trader, Mm -hmm. which is in fact a giant, enormous bookstore full of awesomeness. Mm -hmm. It's like three floors. It's enormous. The, The book people in there are nice. And knowledgeable. Right. And it's fucking awesome. Uh, this is no Elliot Bay book trader. But no. But I will say that it was an adventure. It, it's a bookstore made by crazy people. Yeah, I felt a little bit like Alice through the looking glass. Like yes. you're finding little hidey holes and stairs that almost look like they're leading up and down at the same time. Yeah, this it's a very large bookstore. But the way they've divided it up makes no sense, and there's no big map. Like, you can't look at a map and it says, this stuff is over here and this stuff is here. And the way things are put together, it makes no fucking sense. Right. Let me give you an example. It, I mean, there, it makes a kind of perverted, funny sense. If you want to look for horror sort books, of. for example, 
Yeah. You must first pass through the Christianity section. And then you get to the horror books. Did you notice that? I did not. If you want to get to so-called great literature, you must first pass through pulp fantasy and science fiction. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't There's know. There's a lot then of things. They have like music plopped right down in the middle of like right. science fiction and fantasy. Right. It was weird. It was very strange. Now, Kim and I get very excited when we go to used bookstores because you never yes, know. Yes, I like looking for treasures. Right. You never find know. something there that you won't find anywhere else. Correct. And there's a lot of books that I've been looking for that have been out of print for fucking ever, and mm-hmm. you're just not going to find them. Fine. So we're looking around, and it starts off okay. The problem is it's a big old building. Yes. So it's clearly, co- I mean, they clearly divided it up all weird. So some sections of the floor are higher than others. Some things drop off for no apparent reason. It was very slanty, very creaky. It's Yeah, it's creaky. The, when you go upstairs, they go boom, boom, boom. When you're walking across the upper floors, they go. So thing three immediately starts having a fucking yeah, major hissy out, Like the floor is going to fall in. Correct. It's being way too loud, too. It was like, it's like a library in here. Shut up. Correct. And, uh. She's, she was going to have a birthday party, which we're going to talk about later on. Not tonight, but in a future episode. Um, and she had a birthday party the same night. Now, we got to this place at like 2 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. Right. And all I heard from thing three for the 45 minutes we were allowed to look around the bookstore was, we have to go so I can get ready. How am I ever going to be ready for my party? Which was... You know, five hours later. Correct. So as a result, I think we probably only saw a a tiny portion of what's actually in that fucking store. Yeah, I spent more time telling her to shut up than I did looking at anything else. I was like wrangling her. Right. Here's a perfect example. We had had all split up and we were looking around. You had one of the girls, you and I had one of me, and we switched off, blah, blah, blah. And there was a downstairs section. I said, hey, did you see any games down there? And I'm like, and no, they said, were all history no. books. Why would I see any games? That's stupid. It's just history books. And and thing two was looking for cookbooks, right? Right. So I was like, oh, couldn't well, find those couldn't anywhere find either. Those. So we, I was like, oh, that sucks. So you bought your books, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going out the door, and I I just stop at the stairs while you're checking out, and I look at the sign that's uh, that's pointing with the arrow that says downstairs, right? Cookbooks, games. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see any of that. Of course, I went down there with both of the girls. Okay. These stairs had been built quite some time ago. It's an old building. It's an ancient building. Yeah. So the step tread is like super short, like, you know, six inches or something. It's like so three quarters. Right. There. It's a three quarters of a regular step, which is the way they used to be built. Right. You so just kind of put your heel on Thing it. three is walking down them like a toddler learning right. to walk downstairs. <laughs> I'm afraid. Grasping the rail, taking one step at a time, right. you know, put one foot down, put the other foot on the same step. Right. One foot down. It's like. Good freaking God. Just come down the stairs. So, you know, it took her 10 minutes just to get down the stairs. And then once we got down there, there were people down there. She was freaking out because we were in a basement. <sighs> and there were people down there. Yeah, so that's why I didn't store. see anything. Because it's a store. There's people down there. We were there. whipping through there. And it was like history books, history books, history books. And we're out. Right. So I decided to go down there while you're checking out. And in two minutes, I find cookbooks and games. Literally two minutes. Down around the corner. Look it's at that. It's a treasure. It's a treasure trove. So we're gonna have to go back by ourselves when we mm-hmm. don't have kids being fucking assholes. Because that's the problem with thing three is I we can't. And I feel bad because I want to be able to do stuff with my kids, like I really do. But when we do anything with them, one of them, and I don't know which one it's going to be on any given day, right. 
Has to be an ass. Has to be a complete asshole about it. And start bitching as soon as we start doing something. I know. It's too hot. I hate this. Why are we doing something so boring? Motherfucker. Okay, so get this. While you were downstairs trolling around trying to find stuff, I decided to take her over where they had like this little section and they had sort of like risers built up. I don't know. It used to be like an old display window, I think. Right. And throughout the bookstore, there were various types of carpeting, all from like the 70s, right? Right. Like all the original carpeting they ever put in that place. Right. So we're sitting on this riser and she's like, Mama, come on. This stuff is really soft. Lay down with me. I'm like, no, <laughs> get up. Don't There's like a hundred years of dirt in that rug. You have no idea what you just caught. Sit up. I mean, we're talking like super long, loopy oh, chenille yeah. carpet, yeah. lime green. That's Ugh. how freaking old this stuff was. And she's like rolling around. I was like, I would not take anybody in there that had asthma. No, it's it's you not get all that old book. It's not for stuff. clean freaks. It's really not. <sighs> well, and I kind of had a moment where I almost thought about storming out of there pretty early on because I went in. And I I we talked about the fact that I started taking my iPad with me everywhere just because I never know. We're like, I might have an idea. I need to get it down. So I keep it with me. And I, I got, we went to Wilson's Leather and I got this, uh, like a day pack. It's very small. It has enough room for literally for my iPad and a keyboard. And that's it. That's all. Right. And I had it with me in the bookstore. And there was a sign that says, please put all backpacks in large bags by the front desk. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I'm not leaving nine hundred dollars worth of electronics sitting at the front right. desk. That shit's not happening. So I didn't. I didn't even think about it because a, it's not that big, and I saw like ten chicks in there with these giant voluminous purses that you could put a baby in, which seems to be all the rage these days, right? Right. I'm in there. I'm by myself. I'm over in the science fiction section looking at stuff, and this fucking bearded troll man who works there, and it's a little unnerving too because you can't tell who works there. Right, because they don't have uniforms. They don't have badges, uniforms, nothing. They're just dudes. And he goes, uh, you're going to, I'm going to, you need to, uh, you got to take that bag to the, you got to put that behind the front desk. And in, in, the, in the same aisle where we can see them is a girl with a, like I said, one of these giant fucking steamer trunk size purses. And another girl with a purse at least that big, if not bigger. I said, did they have to put theirs behind the counter? And he goes, uh, uh. and then he went and back and smoked some dope. And I got to keep my fucking iPad back. I, I understand why stores do that, but they need to have a little bit of sense about it. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Plus, I mean, if you just look at your bag, you can see you're not going to be able to put anything in there for crying out loud. Also, do I look like I'm going to steal a bunch of shit from your store? I mean, if I was a teenage boy, exactly. I could understand. You, yeah, you, know, you never know, though. You know who's stealing from your store. You do know. Guaranteed. But it was nice. We'll go back there and check it out. I like the candy shop downtown, too. Dude, it's like a little treasure hunt. Down Thing there. three was all super bitchy. I was like, can we go to the candy store? Oh my God, we don't really have time for that. It is literally 10 feet from where you're standing right now, you little shithead. I know. What a goober. And then she gets inside. She's like, this place is great. Can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? You know, I should have said, no, you don't get anything. I know. Stand I outside. felt like it. I also thought it was funny because there was a store that had, uh, they, it was a place that sold art clothes and art, right? Right. And they had a neon sign that would look like a, 
container of french fries with a naked lady popping out of the top okay, you can't tell that she's naked you can't tell she's naked she's purposely covering up her boobs and she's turned to the side okay when you're wearing a shirt and a nightgown and a hoodie you cover up your boobs with your hands oh, too cut it out i'm just saying it wasn't that big of a deal and the girls literally acted like i was taking them past a strip club with naked titties mashed against the window well, it was a little unexpected. You don't <laughs> expect to see somebody popping up out of a thing of fries, okay? I know, Come but it was, it was clearly very silly and just goofy looking. Very cartoonish, right? It wasn't like the vagina that we saw at the arcade. That's true. You took a picture of that, right? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next episode. I don't think I need vaginas at the arcade, but I think an art, art style neon tube with a girl on it is not going to make anybody's morals collapse. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, this story is disgusting. You've been warned. A paralyzed man was eaten alive by maggots in his bed while his oopsie while his partner slept beside him. The 61-year-old stroke victim died in an ambulance on his way to the hospital in Vienna, Austria, on Tuesday. His back had been partly devoured. Paramedics notified police after discovering the squalid conditions he was living in. His 34-year-old partner was questioned and said the man had not wanted to be washed for a long time. Local police said the couple had been together for around a decade, and the victim's partner had slept in the same bed as him right up until his death. No. Well, that's not true. He died in the... Well, you know what they're saying, though. Right up until the day he died. Okay, was her nose broken or is it one of those things it's like I, the you don't they, smell things when you're living in that in the house you know how people say that you don't know what your own house smells like which is true right because you're used to right, it you're there so all you the time. think that's the case i'm pretty sure i would notice rotten flesh i'm pretty sure not to mention the fact that if i'm trying to go to sleep <laughs> at night you can you, hear the writhing of the maggots what, what say. you can hear the subtle sound of meat being eaten <laughs> Exactly. Not to mention the fact that I am such a light sleeper, I'm pretty sure I could feel the movements of the maggots rolling around, and I would be mighty peeved that people can't settle the hell down long enough for me to go to bed. Well, okay. Not to mention the fact that I'm pretty sure if you're laying in bed rotting, right, which is what's happening, his flesh is actually rotting because maggots don't eat healthy tissue, correct? Right. He's rotting it, which I would mm-hmm. guess is probably bed sores gone bad and his flesh is simply dying away. Yuck. Would well, he was not... paralyzed, so he probably didn't feel it. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Don't you think there would be stains? Absolutely. Like leaching out into the bed? Right. Oozing. Also, if I live with you and you're paralyzed, right? Let's just say, and I hope to God nothing like this ever happens. And you say, I don't, I don't feel like a bath. After, too bad you get one anyway after a couple of days i'm gonna go guess what you can't move and i'm giving you a bath right <laughs> or at the very least i mean it's really important to rotate people so they don't get bed sores you know and if they do yes. happen to get a bed sore very important to make sure that it's cleaned properly cleaned and dressed just regularly I so this thing doesn't just, happen it's so horrifying disgusting i can't even believe it even happened could you imagine if like i was i was paralyzed and i was laying there for a while and i was like ah, i can my i feel weird and you roll me over and there's like fucking a whole teeming horde of maggots eating my back out <laughs> oh, man. what would you do i would probably would you clean scream it? and drop would you yeah. clean it yeah you drop me first thing right yes. on my head 
Uh, I don't know what I would do. Would you? Okay, I want you to make me a promise. No, I'm not going to clean up your maggots. How about you take care of that yourself? I'm paralyzed. <laughs> well, I guess okay. maybe you should just not get into that position. I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I don't Be have a choice here. Careful. Just promise me if I'm ever in this situation, you don't tell me. Oh, come on. So I don't have to have that own private nightmare? You call a fucking nurse. Keep it all to myself. Call a nurse. BS. Get it taken care of. And I wouldn't tell you. I'd be like, I'm going to call a nurse. Got a little bed sore back here. It's a little one. I'm just going to call a nurse real quick. And then I would go into the backyard, put a pillow over my mouth, and scream for half an hour. Yeah, because that's the kind of stuff that you can't unsee. No, no. <laughs> then I would call a nurse, and I would say, there's a serious fucking disaster growing on my wife's back. I'm going to need somebody to come take care of it. While I'm Ugh, on a, on this a short, is horrifying. While I'm on a short vacation, no. it's. Ugh. This makes me. I feel strange already. Like I feel shit under my skin Not right itchy. now. Just talking about, it, I feel bad, stuff bad, writhing around underneath me. I know. Why is that? Because your body knows. Your body's like, oh, I would die. <sighs> I think there's a self-destruct switch in my brain where if I knew this would happen, I would just, I would will myself to die. But death. <laughs> Well, I think that's one of those things, too, that people kind of know in the back of their head and they don't want to deal with it, so they pretend like it's not happening. Are you thinking this guy knew something was horribly awry and he was just like, you know what, I'm going to pretend it's not. Or his partner did. Well, I think his partner is a guy, otherwise they would have they kept saying partner. Doesn't it sound like a guy? Yeah. I don't know. It's making an assumption. He was probably like, you know what, you smell a little bit funky, but this ass sex is the best it has ever been. Oh, my God. I am not rocking the butt. Shut up. You are definitely ribbed for my pleasure back there now. I don't know what's going on. Shut up. (laughs) I am not telling anybody that this has changed. Quit. Oh, this next story is not any better either. <laughs> the, I only put this story in because it's one of those things where it was so unfucking believable. And keep in mind when Kim's reading this, this is not the first time this guy's done this. Great. A trans- I warned everybody that this was going to be a gross episode. Right up front, I said this is I probably know. the grossest episode we've ever done. Are you ready? I'm ready. A transvestite had sex with a dog in the moat of an English heritage castle. The cross-dressing man was caught with the animal in the dry moat of King Henry VIII's Pendennis Castle overlooking Falmouth Bay in Cornwall. The 33-year-old mounted the pet after it chased him out of, out of sight of its woman owner. So here's what happened. Wow, that could be more awkwardly phrased. <laughs> yeah, it's English. Here's what happens. These two ladies are out visiting the castle, and they're walking their dogs, which I think is kind of rude. Why are you bringing your dogs to the castle? Because you know they're going to piss and shit all over everything because they're dogs, right? But they're doing it. This transvestite's all dressed up in his fucking best Marilyn Manson hooker wear. He's got a fucking corset and shit on. And they see him, and he he does something, the dog freaks out and comes after him, right? Which, how tricky are you that you lure the dog in? You know what I'm saying? Either that you or you're bacon like, or something. take that. <laughs> you bacon or something. So the dog chases him out of sight. They're old ladies, so it takes them a while to catch up. By the time they catch up to the dog and get around the corner, this guy's already fucking it. He's already well into the act. That's just nasty. Now, like I said before, this is not the first time this guy's got caught doing this. And the, f- the first time it ha- he got caught was in his own backyard with a neighbor's dog. And the neighbor was like... Hey, and he goes, well, I already got started. I can't, it would be rude to stop now. Yeah, <laughs> so rude for who? There's people, there's people watching him and he just keeps going. Yeah. There's something wrong with people. Yeah. And then 
when he went to court, they were like, what is wrong with you? He goes, well, the dog shouldn't be flaunting itself like that. Flaunting itself as in wagging its tail. That flaunting. flaunting itself as in coming past my yard when I was feeling a little randy that day. Yuck. I don't know what's wrong with people. This is one of those stories, like I said, when we've come to the point where dudes are fucking dogs in public, it, it, it's time to end it. It's the apocalypse. We're done. Does it make it worse that it was in a castle or the moat of a castle? Well, I can see we're fucking it's in a castle. It's a visual. It's a little sexy. It's a nice little background. Yeah, because you can see him down in the, in the moat at, at the base of the council, castle with a dog on his cock. It's fucking gross, man. Why? Like okay, I, I could do without the physical gestures there. But I'm just showing you how uh, you would do it. I can live without it. Thanks. At least you didn't have any like stuffed animal props or anything. Where's my monkey? I don't know where that monkey is. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you do. I haven't seen it. Liar! You hid it from me, didn't you? Mm-mm. The cat took it. Anyway, I just, like I said, as a species, we've reached the end. This is it. Dude's fucking dogs in front of a castle. We're done. I don't see any point in continuing. We're Although, just, really, if you're going to do it, why not there? Really, if you're going like to fuck, if you're gonna fuck animals, let's, let's bust it out in public right mm-hmm. in front of the castle. Yeah. I bet King Henry VIII. Go some... big or go home, right? <laughs> I bet King Henry VIII had a little, little strangeness. I'm sure you're right. This chick's pissed him off. He's he just chopped off their heads, right? ghost or something, right? Wasn't he the one that when the chick displeased him, it was off of their head? I think so. It was like running through wives like, man, that must have been awesome to be the king. Cut it out. Are you mouthing off to me? Chop! Next, please. Ready for the next story? Are you going to mouth off? I got Shut the, up. Got a dude right outside the door with an axe. Just oh, I see. You. Can't do it yourself. You got you to farm it out, right? I'm the king, bitch. Can't get blood Did on you your just, own hands. Just throw- <laughs> Did you just say if I was a king and I had a headsman, I would somehow be less manly? <laughs> That's not how people do it nowadays. Well, you keep that in, you keep that in your mind when your head's rolling around in the basket. That's all I'm saying. I'm the king. I would never cut off your head. Thanks. Drawing and quartering is more my style. Yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> people don't have time to contemplate how they've offended me. You know, if I was king, I'd be like, hey, you're going to need some time to think about this. While these horses are dragging the bits of you in different I don't think directions. It takes that long. Drawing and quartering mm-hmm. takes a while. It takes a while. Very controlled. You just let people take off willy nilly. It could be over instantly, right? Well, yeah, but I wouldn't do that. I mean, I would say, it'd be like, okay, here's the deal. Everybody started at a quarter pace and just go until it gets a little tight. I'll tell you when to continue. Next story. The Florida inmate is suing the man he's convicted of burglarizing. Claiming the man and two others roughed him up during his citizen's arrest. Michael Dupree is serving a 12-year sentence for burglary and cocaine possession stemming from a 2007 break-in of a van in St. Petersburg. Dupree allegedly stole a bicycle locked inside and was apprehended after the owner, Anthony McCoy, saw him with the bike down the street. Dupree said McCoy and two others pointed a gun at him, handcuffed him, and placed a knee painfully in his back. He's seeking $500,000 for disabilities and distress suffered during the takedown. Disabilities? Because he couldn't move? Because <laughs> they were restraining him? I don't know. I, you know what the motto of this story is? Move to Texas. You, somebody pulls that shit in Texas, you don't get to go to fucking sue him because you're dead. 
it just appalls me that we live in a country where this kind of lawsuit can even be brought right like well, where you, you can even say well, while i was robbing this guy he hurt me fucking ridiculous that's my story right there fucking ridiculous the story is the grossest of all the stories i told you today by the way this one is this is the grossest no, one it is not. yeah it is this one is the one that offends me the most well it is offensive but in a completely different way but that's still the grossest so yeah i i just i don't understand why people are even allowed to bring lawsuits like this it really should get in front of the judge and the judge go you know what this guy gets to beat you again so I, I really hope that in the future when people break into they just pass they should pass a law nationwide. So you, you catch somebody stealing your shit, you're allowed to hold them hostage and torture them for a few days. They die, they die. Sorry. I don't know. I don't think it if you get caught doing something you're not supposed to, you shouldn't be able to file a lawsuit against the person you're right. violating essentially. I agree. So here's a I'm gonna tell you now, I'm gonna be president in a couple of years. Uh, all the decent people should get out of Florida now because I'm going to sink it when I'm president. Put a big wall. I'm going to hire a guy with a giant pair of scissors and we're going to cut it off and sink it into the ocean. All right. Any other stories over there? I don't. You sure? I am absolutely positive. <laughs> no more maggots? God, no. what if they caught the guy fucking the dog and then he would have been like, I'm sorry, I was trying to cure the maggots that are on my penis. What? Cut it out. People with syphilis sometimes get maggots on their cocks. Oh my God. They get little black sores that are starting to rot Stop. away. Stop. Maggots get in there. I don't really want to think about it. And then you pee and sometimes maggots Oh, would you <laughs> shut up? Seriously. Sometimes you're getting blown and you're like, look out for the maggots. <laughs> The chunkier than normal. If you get a little chunk, just chew on it. It's okay. There's a lot of protein in them, I hear. Well, they should be. They eat dead meat. It's got to be loaded with proteins, right? Mm-hmm. Might catch some. Absolutely. They're going to call us. We're going to call us. We can call Google, Net, Google 9, Google Line at 214-267-9899. Call us on the Google Nets. Email. show at gmail.com. Next episode, we're going to talk about birthday parties, vaginas at arcades. Even Kim's starting to see what I told her about. She, you, I you, know. you didn't believe me, did you? Nope. Fucking vaginas everywhere, which is not a bad thing, but it's not if everybody's prepared for the worldwide pussy takeover. Already happened. Don't forget, you can juice the blue red icon, vote for podcast, icon, leave us a review on iTunes, and you can send us pictures of your pussy sightings. Very nice. Just saying, we're going to post some of our pussy sightings, right? Stylized. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Ooh.